Alright, hi, this is UFO Party, an X-Files podcast. I'm Julia. And I'm Erin. And we're here to talk about the X-Files. And aliens. <laughs> so, yeah, Erin and I are here, just sitting. Um, we started the idea of this podcast about two years two ago. Years ago, probably. Because yeah. our friendship formed over um, x Sis and X Files. <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, so, oh my God, Aaron's gonna tell you a little bit about how she got into X Files, and then vice versa, and then we'll talk about watching the first episode together because that was fun. Yeah. So, um, I feel like the first time I ever watched X Files was like I was way too young. I think I was like probably eight and up, way too late. Um, but I didn't get super into it until probably like freshman year of college when I like rewatched all of them. Um, and it was the first time watching it in order. Um, but I remember being little and watching it and like it sparked a love of aliens and it really made it hard for me to sleep. <laughs> and I just love all things spooky. So it was just one of many spooky things that I like to watch. Yes. Fun. Okay. Um, so I didn't get into it when I was a kid because I was very sheltered when I was a child. Um, and I was only allowed to watch Monk and the Cosby Show. That I loved Monk. I know. But also, true crime at the age of eight, probably also not the best decision. Oh, yeah. No, I mean... <laughs> but I remember trauma. hearing about it and then... Probably around freshman year of college or so. Um, I try to watch it, but I don't know. I like watching shows with somebody and geeking out over them. So it wasn't until maybe five years ago that an ex-partner and I started watching them together. And then that was was dangerous. Our whole house turned into (laughs) X-Files themed. We got X-Files tattoos. We went to Comic-Con and met Jillian. And then as soon as I left her, I started crying and almost vomiting because I was so upset. Oh, my God. Wait, what year was that? I met her, too, at um, the New York Comic Con. Oh, I, I was at what Boston. Year that was. Probably 20... I was still in high school, so probably, like, 2012, 2011. I'm not sure. But I freaked out. Yeah. I waited in a really, really long line. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, my God. But then I got up there, and I was too nervous to say anything. So I was just like, eek. Yeah, we were um, in cosplay, but not like FBI outfit cosplay. Like the one episode where they're put into a video game. Okay. Because I remember watching that episode and I was like, oh my God, if we ever cosplay, it has to be that. And then we did. She did not know what we were doing. (laughs) I can't. So it it was fun, but it kind of consumed my entire life. Um, It's still very evident when you walk into my home now. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's about where it started and has continued. But we just watched the first episode. Yep, the pilot episode. So as far as pilots go, you know, they're all pretty standard. You get like the overview of the characters, pretty basic. But I will say that one of, like this is one of my favorite pilots of any show. I think it's so good. They do such a good job of like establishing the relationships really well and getting a little spooky, but still kind of keeping it um, 
like manageable yeah. whereas some of the other episodes or like the like newer episodes get really spooky but this is a nice intro to it and i think yeah they do but a good also job. we didn't get intro i mean true like literally there's no song no song there was no, just the nothing. beginning screen well they had the x-files screen but there was no song are yeah. we wrong on that no Did we miss it no we didn't miss it there, there was, was no, no song. song yeah so weird robbed okay truly so <laughs> i think probably at least for this one we'll kind of go through we like wrote down some things that we found fun it was it's really fun because i haven't rewatched the pilot in so long and so yeah. like, i noticed things that i definitely didn't the first couple of times that i watched it and i was like oh my god it's so funny and it's so 90s it's so like, yeah everything from like the style to like the really terrible effects and everything it's just it's prime also, 90s honestly it's interesting thinking that main characters later on should appear in the first episode like skinner wasn't there yeah but you really only get like Mulder and Scully yeah. and Smoking Man, and that's about yeah. it. Which they don't even really do a very... They don't even really, like, mention Smoking Man or anything, but he, He's there in the background, though. I mean, yeah. And that's, like, the creepy part, because he's disgusting. I hate him. <laughs> he needs to actually die. But he's just looming, mm-hmm. because I feel like... <laughs> sorry, our government's just <laughs> looming behind with all the oh, secrets. No. So, um... Don't like that. I can't. But... The first moment that we see Scully, she, ooh, boy. that outfit, so good, she's mismatched so pantsuit, oh. oversized jacket, her little flippy hair. She's so cute. She's so young. Oh, she looks like such a baby. She is such a baby. It's so funny. How old do you think she is in the pilot? Like not Jillian, but like actually, like how old is Scully supposed to be? I'm gonna look that up really quick. I would say, I mean, if she went through medical school, how old? And then she went through the FBI academy. Because I think Jillian was in her early twenties when she started playing Scully. And she had been. They said that she was in the FBI for two years at the pilot point. Yeah. So maybe. Twenty-five, like maybe my age. <laughs> Can you imagine being a doctor at 25? I can't imagine being most things at 25. Okay, well, so Jillian's 24 in the pilot, okay. but I'm not sure how old Scully is supposed to be. Um, Probably, I mean, like mid-20s for sure. Yeah. Um, but also, how old is Mulder supposed to be? Because if he has a reputation older. while he's she was like, in school. True. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, we need to know these things. Okay, we need to do some research. This also might just turn into a podcast of us gushing about Honestly, like, Mulder that's what and we Scully. do all the time anyways, yeah. so we should just do that, but yeah. record it, because it's fine. It's authentic, and yeah. yeah. Their love is true. They will from, be in love forever. From the forever. first episode, the first meeting. Oh I my god, know. okay, we're totally... Skipping ahead, but that's okay. The first time they see each other, oh. It's so cute, and I love that they're already, like, quipping, and, like, uh, like Mulder's already just, like, thinks that Scully is there to basically shut everything down, which she kind of is, but then she falls in love. That's, I mean, obviously my own interpretation. Yeah, she's in love. But she's in love. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, that yeah. smile. I can't. <laughs> Their meeting is so good. Um, so, yeah, we do have... So, we get introduced in, like, the most basic, like, you can tell it's so straightforward, like, how they're trying to be, like okay, well, we're going to give them an overview of the characters by just exactly lining up all of their credentials. Yeah. And so we have um, Scully meeting with, like, her bosses, and they're like, oh, do you know Mulder? And she's like, I know Fox Mulder. And, like, goes off. He's Mulder. (laughs) Oh, my God, I can't wait. Is that too... That's... Whatever. Never mind. (laughs) I mean, also, it... It does that thing where it mentions... I mean, obviously, it's going to mention the word X-Files in the show because they're a thing. Yeah. But it does a thing where it's like, this is the X-Files. Like, you're going Ba-bum. down there. Yeah. This is the whole point of the fucking show. So, <laughs> Are we allowed to swear? He, yes. We, this is explicit. Oh, okay. Because Mulder- Disclaimer, <laughs> this is not for children because it's going to get Scary. crazy. Oh, Ooky. And- Kooky and spooky. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but she goes downstairs. She goes downstairs. She knows Fox. She knows all about Fox Mulder. She's like, he is a psychoanalyst. He did his. Um. He, like, he wrote about serial killers. Yeah, and I was gonna say, is that is that a dissertation? Maybe? maybe. I don't know. Whatever. But he wrote about serial killers and the occult, and everyone thinks he's crazy. But he real cute though. See, he I do just, be pretty cute though. I when I refer to them, I call them Jillian. No, my mom and David because I, I refuse to have David Duchovny as my. That just sounds father. like <laughs> sounds like your mom got remarried. Exactly, and it's like this is David, my mom's boyfriend. Listen, Jillian Anderson's daughter was born a few weeks before me, so it's feasible okay <laughs> it's feasible sure just let me live I my think, fantasy <laughs> I, I think that was like one of the first things that you ever said to me when we met you were just like, oh my god you have red hair just like jillian yeah they were like i love yeah uh, okay <laughs> thank you sorry we're gonna get on so many tangents because, yeah this um, is gonna be bad but um but yeah stick with and us. then scully is so smart and she's a doctor she's probably only 25 but she's a doctor and that's like how old we are basically and yeah we are not doctors so no. that's okay whatever it's fine also i like, don't even think that's possible she there's no way that she like got her doctorate worked for the fbi for two years and was only 25 i maybe she is a prodigy maybe she graduated probably early. and then she said that she was rebelling by joining the fbi which i just want to say <laughs> my family would not consider that rebelling why um, either I don't think there's a lot of families that would consider that rebelling. But that's cute. But okay, Dana, Catherine, Scully, (laughs) let's go. (laughs) Love it. Okay, and then, so they meet and they're in love and it's so cute. And then the next point that we have is... They go to Oregon. Which is not how you say it. He says it multiple times as Oregon. And then once he says Oregon. Oregon. But they they go there because there's some spooky happening. There's some alien things happening. There's some teens dying, and apparently this has happened before. And we get there, and it's just it reminds me of Twin Peaks. But Twin Peaks is another show that consumes my entire life. Like they have the diner, 
They have the Pacific Northwest. They have the trees. They have the sign. They have everything. But I also think that Twin Peaks inspired so many shows. But yeah. X-Files did I too. Mean, so, Yeah, X-Files is definitely inspired by Twin Peaks in a lot of in a lot of ways. And yeah. I, but I and I think there are a lot of movies and shows um that X-Files kind of like plays on and I yeah. like it though. They do it really well. But it's they definitely do bar, like borrow from other 90s and like earlier TV and movies. Yeah. But they do it classy and and spooky. And spooky and cute. Yeah. Um but yeah, so they get there, and there's what three. I think three, three people have people died already. Dead at that point, and um, they're all from the class of '89. Yes, does that sound right? Yeah, yeah. which is spooky. Yeah. And then the detective's like, "It's happening again." But we never get clarification on what the again is. Well, no, the again was the other victims that died. The two victims. Oh, I before was thinking that. it was more Duh. of like it happened to another class before that. Oh no, like they're maybe all their in the class. same class because I mean, obviously at the end we like figure. But it like out, their but... parents. No, it's. But what if? But what if? Because that's why they like know things and they're like very protective of it. I don't know. That's the vibe that I got I by think... them saying again. Well, I think it's because two of them had already died. Okay. From the same class. Yeah. And then it had been a little while, I think, and then another one okay. died. So they're like, oh my god, this class is just cursed. Yeah. Can you imagine being like... Well, my high school did that kind of... Every year died? that... <laughs> yes, everyone from my high school, except for me, died. Hmm, um, not spooky. And then you just happened to move out of state. Weird. <laughs> Maybe not it was spooky me. No, at all. I did not murder my entire high school. But it was like a newer high school. We were the... F- first new high school in my town so there was only one for a long time and then every year that we were open a kid died oh no i think and i think it still happened but yeah what every single year yeah i mean there's all right so they're there and then they're like (laughs) our notes make no sense (laughs) so aaron's half of the notes are like actual cohesive sentences and then mine are like high school notes like scully Scully hearts molder four but the numeral four ever because they're in love they are in love i love when okay so they're in the office right when when um we're going back we're (laughs) back to the office because it's so i just love this line where he's like the way that he says it he's just like do you believe in the existence of extraterrestrials? Like, he's teasing her, and yeah, it's so cute. And she's just like, this man's is crazy. Like, but, no. But I love him. But I kind of love him. He's going to teach me everything about the aliens. No, I- she's such a skeptic. I feel like as time goes on, she gets more skeptical. For, And then it hits a peak, and then it goes back down. And she's like, yeah. okay, now I believe. But like, yeah. the first season is literally just like skeptical scully all the time but weirdly the pilot they're like little peaks of it though she almost like she wants to believe and she knows that it's the ferrets if you can hear that um i have five ferrets and um i have five ferrets (laughs) casual it's fine they're just doing some movements i can't but 
Um, yeah, there's but like yeah, little like, instances. Even the first episode, like literally this episode, you can just see that she wants to believe so bad. And then she's like, wait, no, I am a doctor. And I, a scientist. And a scientist and a bad bitch. So I cannot believe. But she wants to. She's she's going to get there. But and she- then our little Mulder. He's so sweet. But this... Especially them in the basement for the first time has a lot of my favorite. We're never quotes. gonna leave the basement. No, <laughs> we're I mean, gonna keep going back to it. Well, like one of them is, what is it? Is like, and that's the I. I put the I. No, that's the I and FBI. I love I, it. That just oh my god, really I just love. Me. As far as like, I mean, both of their characters are so good, and like even from like the start, you have like such a consistent personality, and it's like. You know, you have, like, Scully, and she's just very, like, well put together, very professional, very, like, business all the time. Yeah. And then you have Mulder, and he's just, like, kind of sarcastic and funny, but he's passionate, but he also, like, knows, I think, is aware that, like, everyone thinks he's crazy, so he's just like, well, I don't need you. I don't need any of you. Bye. I'm doing it on my own. But he's just so, like, so sassy, honestly. Yeah. Mulder's so sassy. I love it. Well, he has to stick up for what he believes in. Yeah. But in, like, a fun way, not in a demanding way. Mm-hmm. Okay, but we'll move out of the basement. Okay, we'll we're back. stop popping around. We're, we're back in we're Oregon. In Oregon. <laughs> Thanks, David Duchovny. I can't. Um, okay, so we have wait, our first... Wait, 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 wait. We, before Oregon, them in the sky. Oh, yeah. So. Okay, first of all, they're on a plane. All right. What do you think? Do you think that's a first class in the 90s, or do you think that's, like... I think it's business class. Business class? But A, the textiles. B, I think they share glasses. Adorable. <laughs> that was very, very cute. <laughs> but the there's round turbulence, and Scully's freaking the fuck out. And then she turns and looks at Mulder, and he's just laying How? across all the seats like a maniac. How is a grown man just stretched out like that? I mean, that's what grown men do. I can't. But. Get it together. Also, like, how tall is he? He's very tall. Because Jillian not, is five foot two. He would not fit in that amount of space. He is, know. like, all the way stretched out. Like, might as well just be, like, eating popcorn and, like, chilling. Also, why are the bags not secured? They all just, like, fall out on people's heads. How did because it not little, crash on him, though? Because He's a little bit down. of turbulence. And all of a sudden, everyone's luggage is flying. Like, I mean, that's really unsafe. It's very dramatic. It's so dramatic. I loved it. But he just, like, wakes up from his little music coma, and he's like, "Hmm, this is the place. Also, (laughs) so do you think that the FBI paid for each of them to get three seats? Because no one's in in Scully's seat either. She has all three seats. What are you, they're just buying out rows? Like, this is why we have no money. (laughs) We have no money in this country. That or no one wants to go to fucking Oregon. Everyone wants to go to Oregon. Not in the 90s, though. That Fair. plane it was wasn't, empty. It was not cool enough. This, so was, they, this was pre... Pre-hipster. Pre-Portland. Pre-Portland boom. Yeah. yeah. Portland it just came out of nowhere in the 1990s. Portlandia Did, hadn't come out. No one wanted to go there. No. They were like, what is even there? Yeah. Um, aliens. That's... Aliens. It, no one cares, except for these two. I love that they didn't <laughs> do the, like... Like Oregon, Oregon, 
Why would they start there? Such a weird, random place. I don't know. Also, they're spending a lot of money flying back and forth from D.C. to Oregon. Yeah, what? who's funding this program? So no one, no one wants this program to even exist. But then we're all of a sudden paying for entire rows to a flight to Oregon? Like, I can't. I mean, but if it funds then, the discovery of aliens, I'm fine with that. I mean, yeah, but no one else is. They, like... You would think they'd be like, sorry, no money, you can't go, because they don't want him you figuring it walk. out. You have to walk. You gotta walk. <laughs> Drive your old ass Ford. <laughs> no, you have to walk from D.C. to Oregon, and then on your trip, you can think about what you've done. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, God. I can't. Okay. But we get there. It was yeah. a little rocky. They got there. It's okay. Everyone's fine. Somehow no one got hit in the face with luggage, like, yeah. flying everywhere. And what? The first place they go to is a cemetery. Yes. To exhume a body. Yes. And I just... Something about the casket, like, falling down the hill just gets me every time. They're just like... It was very theatrical. Like, I mean, this guy is literally just, like, going about his business. You would think that it would be more secure. Like, he's Aww. just driving this machine and he just... <laughs> throws the body down a hill well like okay so coffins are heavy but they're not heavy enough to the point where it would break the rope we know machines we're good at this yeah yeah it it wouldn't happen pulley thing but okay Wouldn't wouldn't happen but it does and it just the whole body goes down the hill. I can't. But it's not even a real body. It is a real body. It's just not human. It's like a shriveled prune. It's a, <laughs> an orangutan. That's what Which they... my notes say, orangutan? Bitch, what? Yeah. Like, there's no, what? There's no primates in Oregon. <laughs> and what, you're just going to exhume a body and take the body out and replace it with a monkey? No, like... Something happened. Some spooky stuff is he, happening here. Your hair grows after you die. That's probably yes. Your hair keeps growing after you die. Like for your, how long? I'm not sure, but like your hair and nails, they just they go. Okay, I hate that fact, and I could have yeah. lived my entire life without well, it. Well, I'm very sorry. Ew. So that's probably why he was hairy. But that is it a doesn't... lot of hair. <laughs> that is too much hair. It doesn't explain why he shriveled. And why he's got, like, no nose. He has no nose. He, Probably doesn't even have thumbs. His Apes eyeballs have, are gone. He's <laughs> have thumbs. Okay. <laughs> they, yes, they are the only yeah, amb- yeah. ambidextrous. No, that means you can use both hands. Um, I don't they know can them. use their thumb to grab things. They got thumbs. Yes. Um. Wow. <laughs> Welcome to our tech talk about we science. Are, you're so smart. I'm, um, I was a science major in college. I graduated. I just... You know, I took since, lots of chemistry and biology. Since then, my brain has melted, and now all I know how to do is count. spooky stuff. <laughs> count on and your eat hot Cheetos. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, it's not a monkey; it's a human. Let's get real. And then this crazy guy comes up in this jeep, and he's like, "Whoa, what do you guys think you're doing over here?" And he's the medical examiner who was really bad at his job. We figure out why he's so bad at his job later, but. Also, he, he was, was on really vacation. Mad. Yeah. Well, I mean, can you imagine coming good thing, back? Good from thing vacation? that he was on vacation, though, because otherwise we would have gotten nothing. He would have already done the autopsy, said it was okay. Bye. Yeah. It but would have also, been open shut. Like, 
Can you imagine coming home from a very nice vacation with presumably your daughter and an entire family? And then you come back and you have to go to a cemetery because these strange people just came in. And well, then they're just opening coffins. He didn't need to no, go. He though. just showed up. He just heard a rumor in town that some guys were there doing some stuff and yeah. exhuming bodies. They and need he more just people in that town. Got really mad because he knows. That he's not very good at his job, and they're going to find something. Oh, that's what happens in small towns most of the time. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, whatever. He is wild, but he's really mad, and he's like, oh my god, do not look in that coffin, because it's an orangutan. (laughs) (laughs) I put the dead monkey there. I can't. I hunted a monkey with my shotgun. Please don't do that. That's terrible. Uh, and then his daughter is very erratic. This poor girl. She is like the epitome of like, stop, you're embarrassing me, dad. Yeah, like, let's literally. go the fuck home. Yeah. Get in she your car. She is so embarrassed by her father who is acting, acting like a crazy person. But, you know, Wait, what are you going to do? So, okay. They're checking bodies for moles. Did they check orangutan body for moles? No. But they did find the They piece found the of, communication device in yeah. his nose. Yeah. Even though his nose was gone. In his nasal cavity. Gross. Where his nose That's should have disgusting. been. disgusting. That's disgusting. You said that our <laughs> hair grows after... You that's think, fact. Uh, well, that's fact, too. We have a nasal cavity, that, and yes. so do apes. Yeah, that's nasty. Um, but, but they found that, but I don't think, um, probably due to it being so shriveled, probably it was hard to find the yeah, moles. But maybe the mole would have been shriveled too. It would have just looked like a little raisin. Like a little... Oh. Ew, I hate that. <laughs> I can't. And then what happens next? Um... They start driving around. We get the first X on the sidewalk. Yep. No, on the, the road. The car path. Yep. Uh, Mulder gets out and he makes the X because they lost um, some time. They didn't lose time that time. They or not that we know of, but the radio starts going crazy Ooh, yes. and then there's a beam of light. I think. I think so. And then he gets all excited and he's like, "Whoa, this is a spooky place!" So he marks it with an X. We'll um, get back to that later. Yep. But first X of the job. The first X. First X of the century is what I really wanted to say, but that's not true. But we got it. So they're driving to yes. the forest? No. They go to the hospital first. No, they don't. They go to the forest first. Yeah. Because then Scully's just like, let me just pick up some of this dirt and put it, it in, in my pocket. pocket. <laughs> and I'm like, how are you going to get that out? You're going to have dirt in your pocket forever. I mean, honestly. It's going to be in your dryer, too. You can't. Like, I just feel like I know that they're not, like, detectives but like you would think that they'd like bring some little sandwich baggies or something yeah or like they have a vial for the communication device why don't they have vials for dirt yeah no she just put that bitch (laughs) in her pocket which really disturbed me but you know whatever and somehow they were like maybe it's because of the occult that the dirt is like this yeah so i took note of that because i don't like that um, I think they threw that in there because it was very quickly after like the 80s satanic panic and that ruined a lot of people's lives and it just like carried on into the 90s and today and I don't like that. 
I just don't understand the logic behind it. Like, not even, like, okay, so the dirt. Because they think they, like, sacrifice something. Oh, and, like, maybe it's, like, a fire, like, a campfire. Yeah, because they said campfire, but. Sure. I think it was more. And, of course, like, um, excuse me, one, way more likely that it's a bunch of teenagers having a party in the woods in a campfire than, like, something to do with the occult, but whatever. If you want to be like that. You know, some things don't age well, and there was some some things in this pilot where we were like, whew, okay, yeah. not very PC, but it was the 90s, so kind of got to um, just, just give it try, the... Get through it. Yeah, it's just, it is what it is, um, but whatever. So she, like, just puts some dirt in her pocket, and then that's when the sheriff comes, right? Yeah. And he is like... He's, Get out my swamp. <laughs> Literally. He's like, like Shrek. Yeah. And he's like, I will shoot you. Like, this is private property. And they're like, we're with the FBI. And he's like, I'm with the sheriff's department. Like, bro, the FBI is so much higher yeah, than you. You're you like, small no town here. sheriff. Like, you don't, I don't think that he can tell them that. But does he own that property? Probably not. Yeah. He's just a little, a little shit. I don't know. But he was really bad. Um... And he was like, get out of my, get out, like, this private property, or I'm going to, like, shoot you? Like, oh, that would go really well. Shoot an FBI agent. Sure, whatever. It's strange because that's, I was raised in the South, and that's very Southern behavior. I feel like it's it's strange to be in Oregon Oregon, where people are just acting like that. I don't know. It was out it's of place for me. It's small town bullshit. Yeah. That, you know, obviously, at this point in the episode, we know that they're trying to cover up something. They know something. Yeah. They're being super sketchy. Um, and this guy is just a total jerk. But whatever. So, Sully takes her pocket of dirt, and they go back. They're in the car. They're zooming away. Zoom, zoom. But it's raining. Also, <laughs> it's raining behind them and in front of them, but not on Somehow them. Somehow they are not wet. They are just dry as the sky. Don't know what that reference is, Mm-mm. but <laughs> the sky is wet. It and the ground, but they're in everything the car. around them is wet. They're driving in, in the pouring rain, and then there's another yeah. big flash of light, and um, Mulder looks at his watch right before it happens. Which, like, how did you know? He knew. Was he, he just can... driving while he was watching his watch the no, whole time? No, because he can sense the spookiness. He knows. He's He has a, se- a sixth sense? A seventh a seven sense? sense. Yes. <laughs> First, his sixth sense is that he can see dead people. And, and then, then his, his seventh, seventh sense, sense is, is he knows when the aliens are coming. <laughs> yeah. And seventh sense is really hard for my mouth to say. I hate it. So I would rather <laughs> not anymore. Okay, so he got like a little tingly in his toes. Ooh. Okay. But they, they disappear for nine minutes. Yeah, so they lose track of time, and we get this awesome 90s... Effect going effect, on. Special effect, where they just decide to, like... It's like freeze frame. It's a freeze frame of, like... Them screaming. I wish I could do the face, but we're on we're recording, so this no one can see This is an audio me. medium. <laughs> yeah, but, like, oh my... Scully's face is just so funny. She's, like, shocked, and, like, it just pauses for a second, and that's supposed to, like... I I don't know what like the point of that was, but it was really good. She was amazed. Just the freeze frame in general is really but good. They get out of the car and 
Mulder straight up is so excited. He's so happy. He's just, his face he is knows. full of joy. He's like, it happened. The aliens want me. But they, but they, they didn't ran. Take him. No, I mean, they didn't take anybody. Yeah. But they run outside because Mulder has his little tingly toes. And they come back to the X. They're in the same exact spot. Bum, bum. So spooky. So spooky. They lost time. They Amazing. Something happened. And at this point, Scully is still, like, not believing it. And it's just, like... Well, like a teeny bit. A little bit. But then... This is where it gets good because she goes juicy. back. Juicy. Very juicy. She gets back to the hotel and she's like, whew, it's been a long day. I've been hanging out with this weirdo who believes in aliens. Let me take a nice hot shower. And then she looks in the mirror and what does she have? Well, she like takes her robe off True. and she's like so paranoid and she turns around and she's looking at her little butt. Which is so, so cute. cute. Those little, little granny panties. Oh my god. Adorable. We're not sexualizing her. It's just Sorry, she's, she's so just fucking so cute. cute. Like of course her. they had to throw in an underwear shot at the nineties. But she turns around, she looks in the mirror, and what are there? Moles. But like three moles. So what does she do? A the power went out. So she grabs mm-hmm. a candle. I don't know what hotels have candles in them. To the point where you can take it and like I know, without it. even like calling reception and being like, yeah. hey. Power's out, fix it. But what does she do? She runs to Mulder's room. She's like, And Mulder. she's freaking out. And she's like, I need you to look at something. I need and then you to look strips. at something. She takes off her, her bathrobe or her silky thing. And she's like, look. And she's in her She could have gotten dressed. Let's just talk she, about this. She could have gotten dressed. I know she was freaking out. But she could have gotten dressed and... It's on her lower back. Like, she could have very easily shown him without yeah. being naked. But it's but, okay, and I respect it. I respect the hustle. I think it's a great move. It's a power move. Yeah, because at this point, what? They've been colleagues, coworkers for two, three days. And yeah. I would never do that unless I thought he was the babeliest babe in the world. Which and I would is. try to make any excuse to be like hey look at this but i think it's a power do. move and i love it yeah i mean you can also argue <laughs> that she was f- so freaked out she was like i just need to show him like yeah. right now but i think it's because she's a little in love and it was Whatever. also very sweet because he just held her and like sometimes that's all i want it was really nice that is a really it's a really good moment it's for all of the i mean i know for some reason people do not ship uh Mulder and scully and honestly, you know, like, they were always meant to be, like, a platonic thing, which I respect. But for those of you in the Mulder Scully ship, um, which congratulations both are, <laughs> um, this is a really sweet scene. And it's, like, just solidifies how good they work together. Yeah. And, like, they just, he, like, is so comforting to her and she's freaking out. And then afterwards. They have afterwards, a little sleepover, though. They have a little sleepover and she's sitting on his bed and he's, is he on the... He's on a couch, in, I think. On the couch or on a chair, but off to the side. And he just, this is where we start to learn about Mulder's trauma. And yeah. I mean, that's what you do on your first sleepover with a friend. Yes. You just unload your trauma. Yes. Yeah, starts 2 with popcorn and then it ends with, like, I don't know if I'm you ever going to be able to fully love anyone. Yeah. You know? It just gets deep real quick. But, They're so having, this is what they do. Yeah. And it's great. Then we learn why Mulder... did you say romp yeah they're having a little Doesn't romp that mean... 
No. Does it mean sex? Like a rumpus. Isn't that from where the wild things are? Oh, I don't know. I thought that was a word for like that they don't make in love. They, they don't, don't touch they any do not. bodies. Everyone's clothed now. In um, their robes, their proper robes. But we learn um, a lot about Mulder in this scene. So we find out that he actually is so passionate about his work because he believes that his sister was abducted. She left when she was, what, 12? I think so, yeah. Um, and so right. he found the X-Files. He went to school to try to, like, figure out what was going on and then he found the x-files and he just knew that this was something to do with his sister and like that's how she disappeared well he's kind of using it as an avenue to learn more about what happened to his sister yeah which and dealing with other things along the way he's like using his the resources available to him to find out his personal trauma or find yeah. solutions to his personal trauma. Yeah, with the hope, I think he always holds out hope that he'll find his sister one day, yeah. or at least he'll figure out what happened to her. Because yeah, um, that's sad. Oh, it's so sad. And yeah, traumatic. and it, it, it tore just, his family apart. That's what he says. It tore the it's family so apart. It is really sad, and it just makes you really um, realize why. Mulder is so passionate about the work that he does and he does not care if anyone thinks he's crazy. He's like, I'm going to do this because I need to figure this out. And he's not going to stop, no matter what. So Can't stop, won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop ever, honestly. Mm -hmm. I love it. I respect it. It's a hustle. And then um, the next note we have is a really long time from then. So what the hell happens after that? I think at some point they go to the the mental hospital because they want to talk to two people that were previously abducted. No, so we don't know. I mean, well, we don't know that for sure, but we, um, you know, they're talking to someone because um, we find out that one of the kids that was killed or is dead now um, from the class of 1989. <laughs> we find out that he was in a mental hospital for a while. And so they go to the mental hospital to talk to the therapist that was working with him. Yeah. And they're like, well, do you have any other kids from that class that you're treating? And he's like, yeah, I have two. So it's They've been here Peg- for four years. They've been here for four years. Peggy and, and Peggy Billy. And Billy. Billy. And... Um, Peggy's reading to, to Billy. Yeah, they go to talk to them. They're very attached at the hip. Yeah, and they said that they were in a car accident together four years ago, so that's why they've been in the hospital. We have some um, very not cool talk about people with disabilities, but whatever, we move on. Yeah. It was the 90s. I th- will say I think they're pulling from the really popular abduction incident where people got abducted from their cars i don't remember where that was Hmm. or i think it was in the 70s but it was like a couple a young couple and they claimed that they were abducted from their car and i think they're pulling some details from that yeah i mean because it does say like these are based off real accounts yeah so that might be that would be really cool to research honestly yeah okay i have homework um (laughs) 
But either way, so they're like attached to the hip, and we find out that Billy is basically in what they he's call a like a waking coma. Yeah. So he's awake, he can blink, but that's about it. He can't talk. Um, and Peggy is reading to him. And then she does the most dramatic thing in the world that I have ever seen. And her nose starts bleeding. But she like, okay, I think this was just bad acting. But she like pushes herself out of the wheelchair. Yeah. It's not like she falls out of the wheelchair. She fully launches onto the ground and she's like writhing. And the people are trying to contain her, which is also not pleasant to watch. But all they said was that they wanted to like talk to her and get a doctor to look at her yeah so that was her response as soon as they were like we're gonna need to do a little um physical examination on her it was like uh no don't look at me but wild they did they lifted up her little she has has the moles so what is we should just title this episode the moles i hate (laughs) the word moles i hate i hate it I hate all of that, um, so we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that at all, but... Um, you we're going to do it. We're not going to do it. <laughs> this is on Julia's phone, so I guess I have no control, but... Um, but, yeah, so, like, Peggy freaks out. She is yeah. not happy about that, and it's like, okay, whoa, we're leaving, bye, but now we know about the moles, so everyone that's died has had the moles, now Scully has the moles... And now Peggy has the moles. Probably this kid Billy has the moles. We don't know yeah. yet, but you know, you would assume you can get moles in bed. Yeah, you can get moles anywhere, honestly. <laughs> what the neck? Is it the next night that it we go fast- back to the forest? Well, they're in the hotel, and then Mulder gets this spooky phone call. Oh yes, saying that Peggy has died. Yeah. And, and she did. It's the worst fake phone call we've ever seen in yeah, our life. Yeah, literally. Hold on. It's I'm worse gonna, than Scream. I'm going to pretend to do it. Okay. It's like this. Fox, like, ring, ring. Hello? Who is this? What? And then he hangs up and he's like, oh, that was some girl. She said that Peggy is dead. Wow. It, it was, like, probably the worst acting that we see. Um... I, I don't know. That would be, like, a top. As far as for, for Mulder, because, like... From David. David is usually a very good actor, but that one was... That one took the cake as far that as, like, really rough. cheesy acting. Yeah. Really funny. <laughs> it's like when you're trying to, like, pretend you're busy, so you pretend you're getting a phone call, and you're... Hello? Oh. oh you're, like, avoiding a date. I can't. Like, you're on a bad date, and you text your friend, and you're like, can you please Get call me, out me about of here. an emergency? Yeah, oh my but god. But then they actually call you. I've had to do that. Yeah, but Not I'm still dates. really bad at, like, I can't fake it. It's so bad. So I just end up, I sound like, I sound like David in that yeah. scene. I'm well, like, hello. if you watched it at eight, Ring, ring, hello. <laughs> <laughs> but we get that, and then they go to the crime scene. Yeah, so Peggy, who, like, she was a wheelchair Less bound. than 24 hours ago was in a wheelchair. Which they so lovingly refer to her as wheelchair girl. I which I have an issue with, but okay. I can't. I just don't understand how Scully didn't remember her. She's like, is that the Peggy, the, the girl in the wheelchair? And like, 
You met her like Mulder is like eight hours ago. We literally just saw her. Yeah, the one we just saw. Like what? But okay, she ran in front whatever. of a truck. She ran, people, <laughs> on her legs. They work. They work. For she this can one run. Time. And then she died, so they don't work anymore. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she got hit by a truck. And then it's like, oh my god, wild. And then we go back to the graveyard, right? But, no, because Mulder's talking to some big honcho dudes. The the guy's in charge of this. And then Scully's at the body. And yes. Scully takes oh, note right. that her watch stopped at the same exact time that their car lost time through, which was 903. 903. 90310. That's the zip code. Oh, there was this one line. <laughs> I think Mulder said it, and he goes, not in this zip code, so... What did she... Yeah, no, because Scully's talking... Scully's talking about time, and how time is a constant, and blah, 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 and how it's impossible that time would get lost, and... Mulder goes, not not in in this zip zip code. code. So... So bad, I love it. 90310 is their new zip code of Bell something, Oregon. I don't remember the town's Bell name. Belcher? No. Bell. We don't know. Bell, Bell. Bell, Bell. Bell. Oregon. Oregon. <laughs> I can't. But they um, take note of that, and then they go to, to the forest. No, to the graveyard. To the graveyard, because they're like, they okay, dig we up bodies. need to make sure that the other people who died have those moles. Like, let's figure this out. Something's going on. But then they get there, and they're too late. The, the bodies, bodies are, are gone. gone. The coffins are gone, too. Everything's gone, and they're There's just, just dug dirt. up. <laughs> More dirt for More Scully's dirt. pocket. Yeah. She just her keeps, other pocket. She just keeps a bunch of dirt in her pocket. She's like, oh, no, I have no money. All I have is just dirt. <laughs> She's like the guy with the trench coat. She just opens it, and it's just, just like... a bunch of dirt. Not even vials of dirt. It's just clear pockets of different dirts. <laughs> what do you need? I got I whatever you want, kid. I can't. You're stupid. <laughs> she didn't take the dirt. Anyway, so there's no bodies. Um, then they go to the forest. Yes. Mulder well, figured out yeah. that the forest is calling the kids. And then he says, I think I know who's doing this. And plot twist, it's freaking Billy. Which they refer to as the vegetable. The vegetable. Which is so rude. rude. Bad. Not good. It's Billy, though. It's fine. But this kid was literally in a coma for like four years. How the hell is he killing people? It's ridiculous. But it's not. Because they get to the forest. And what the fuck is Billy doing? He's carrying Peggy. Yes, he is. In his little fragile arms. And he's in a beam of light, and some leaves are going around. They're rustling. And his dad's there. His dad's there. and Who's he's the sheriff? I don't know if we ever said that. The but. detective. Because I remember Mulder said, the detective's son. Oh, which okay. Is yeah, whatever. But sheriff, detective, it's, it's all the, the same, same thing. Um, he does not belong to the bookhouse boys, by the way. Sorry. Had to throw that in there. Um, but, yeah. And then they just disappear. Well, first of all, they check Billy, and he has the moles. He has the moles. And then they disappear, and they come back, right? Yep. They check him again. Gone. No moles. 
gone and he's, he's fine. sacrificing people for his and own he's fine. Good. And then he goes to DC because they he fly about to get him out to DC. Arrested. Yeah. Bye, Billy. Billy's really a not. Name anyways. Sorry yeah. if your name is Billy and you're listening to yeah, this. We're really, we don't we're... want to be your friend. <laughs> we we don't have any listeners. We can't start ostracizing Billies. We need the Billies. Billy goats. Billy goats are fine. Oh, that's if cute. you're a goat and you're listening to this <laughs> podcast, please, please keep listening. We love you. Yes, bat. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Um. Yeah. So Billy killed everyone. He's been giving them to the aliens for quite some time, and now we have. Scully totally believes, right? Yeah. We think. But then... More than she did to begin with. Yeah, but then she writes in her report that she, like, doesn't really believe, which is unfortunate. And then she's meeting with her supervisors. Yeah. And she's like, there's no evidence to support that this is real. And I'm like, Scully! What? But they're all like, you're lying. There's legitimately nothing there. Like... There was a fire. They burned everything. And then what does Scully do? She pulls out this little vial that she did not put dirt in, but the communication (laughs) device that was in a nasal cavity. And she gives it to them. And she's like, science, bitch. Got it. I have evidence. Physical evidence. And this is made of material that no one knows. So she fucking told them, what up, bitch? (laughs) Scully rules the day. Yes. And then she just pieces out. She She's walks like, out, huh. and then cigarette smoking man walks in, and yep. he takes that shit and he hides it in a file, and that's real sketchy. Yes, we don't like him. This and is then that's our the show. This is our first introduction of cigarette smoking man. No, he was in the in, in the opening scene with Scully. He was sitting. He was standing in the corner of the room smoking a damn cigarette. Oh my god, I didn't even notice that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So. um... That's, That's it. That's the first episode of The X-Files. Yeah. And we have deception. We have love. We have, we have aliens. We have aliens. We have science. Got a lot of science. Psychology. <laughs> Little bit, yeah. Some sass. And lyrics. Yeah, and fashion. And fashion. 90s fashion. Peak. Important. Peak fashion. Yeah. So good. But that's it. So... Um, Julia. Yes. Do you believe in the existence of extraterrestrials? I don't know. I want to because of the show. I want to believe. I want to. I am full-blown Scully Stan. I want to. I've never experienced anything like that. I think there's something out there, but not, not how... <laughs> the media is representing aliens. Yeah. I mean, there's just like no possible way that there's so much void and stuff out there that there's not another living creature. Yeah, I think I'm on the same page with that. I believe that something's out there. I don't know if they're big green alien men. Yeah. Or or gray alien men. I was going to say or men. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's a race of um gender neutral gray Things. Green humanoids, not mm. humans. Spheres, aliens. Yes, aliens. <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever like seen a UFO? I don't think so. 
one time I thought that I saw like something and I it was blinking really weird, but I think it was just a, a plane actually. Yeah. So I'm not really sure. I so this is weird and very off topic and I'm sorry for the tangent. But I remember being in a plane when I was younger. We were flying from Charlotte to New York City and I would look out and there would be clouds and I could see like towers in the clouds. I don't was this like a thing? Maybe you were still low? No, we were like we had been in the air for like over an hour. But I would look out the little window no, and there would be all not... the fluffy clouds and I would like see like cities and the clouds and I don't uh, like I do not understand. I don't think so. No. <laughs> I don't think that's real. I'm like what if it was? That'd be cool, but other people would have seen it too. If you have seen Cities please. and Clouds, please write in to UFO Party Pod. Okay. At gmail.com. At gmail.com. Do we have that? Yes. Is it made? Yes. Oh, we have cute. an email address. And we have an Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. UFO Party Pod. If it's not UFO Party Pod, it's <laughs> UFO Party us. Podcast. Um, so I guess we'll sign off. Yeah. This has been and, fun. Um, New things will come. We'll, we'll get better at this. Episode two is Deep Throat, which, if I yes. remember correctly, is one of my scariest episodes. Deep Throat is pretty scary. It's a really good one. I think episode three is my top scary. Wait, is that Yellow Eye Guy? Okay. Yeah. Never mind. That yeah. One. Deep Throat is when we That is um, the squeeze. Oh, God, him. the worst. First also, time I had nightmares. One of the scariest episodes, honestly, for yeah. me. I remember that was the sh- that was the episode. I might have watched a couple episodes when I was younger, but, like, that was the episode I remember. It would come on, like, super late, like, one in the morning. So I was yeah, not... It was scary. I was not supposed to be watching it, but, you know, it I'd sit on the couch, pretend I was asleep, whatever, sneak down, watch The X-Files, and I remember watching Squeeze. Yeah. Or The Squeeze, or whatever it's called. Oh, my God. And then I was like, I understand why I'm not supposed to watch this. I'm never going to watch it ever again. And I, I didn't mean, for even, years. I was so as scared. An adult, it like gave me nightmares. Like, it's so I was scary. to take a shower. Yeah. Because I, I got, thought he would come up for my drink. I got really weird because the last time I fully rewatched X-Files was probably two years ago. Maybe a little bit before two years ago. And I was rewatching the X-Files. And then during the day I would be listening to like all of my, you know, true crime podcasts and then I was also reading I'll Be Gone in the Dark. Yeah. And I turned into such a paranoid person. Like, yeah. literally. That book's I was, scary. I had a window, like, right next to my bed. And I would just, like, be convinced that someone was going to come and abduct oh. me. I got really weird. And I was like, okay, maybe if we're, like, watching scary things and listening to scary things, we need to, like, read a nice, book. easy book yes. about not scary things. Like because a buffer. Yeah, give yourself some time to not become very paranoid because yeah. the world is scary and X-Files is spooky scary and we love it, but... Yeah, so prepare yourself. Uh, get get a anxiety blanket. It's gonna be a wild ride. Yeah, so... Thanks, guys. Yeah, um, okay. Bye! Bye-bye! <laughs>